AM 640 handle here and uh, obviously big big news is happening because tomorrow uh, is the summit between President Trump and Kim Jong-un the entire world is taking a uh, big note of this uh, in the meantime Lester Holt uh, NBC News anchor uh, and I'm a huge fan and I hope it comes off that at least I'm speaking on a normal basis with Lester uh, is there for NBC News and uh, this thing starts tomorrow. First of all, Lester, thanks for taking the time. I know your time is so limited. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about North Korea and what is to be expected. Even though you're not there, you've been to North Korea five times. Uh, let's talk about that for a moment before talking about what's going on in Singapore. Sure. Well, it? I've made, uh, yeah, this, uh, this, uh, uh, I've been to four times to the Korean Peninsula since uh Last April, um, three of those were into South Korea, but in January I was in uh, North Korea, and it was an interesting time to be there because it was really the beginning of this charm offensive that has brought us to where we are. It was when uh, North Korea was announcing they were going to participate in the Olympics. They took us to some training facilities there. They really wanted to start the world, get the world to see them in a different way, and um, I don't think any of us at the time realized where this charm offensive was going to go, but but here we are, um, Trump and Kim meeting together. So it, I'm looking at a picture uh, that comes off of NBC. Uh, it's a single shot of uh, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, the ski resort in North Korea, and I know you reported from there where everybody's basically dressed the same. Uh, it's so obviously staged. Do they believe that we believe it's not staged? Well, you know. I, I, is it staged? It's it's a hard question to say. Certainly, we asked, you know, when we were there, was you know, were these people? We were told they were government workers, um, but you couldn't. The thing about North Korea is, you know, you go where they want you to go, you shoot what they want you to shoot, and I, people say, "What was the experience like?" And I say, you know, it's like you couldn't, you didn't quite know what was real. It's like looking at something in front of you. Is it real? Is it a mirage? And certainly, that was the experience. But you know, the, the, to the point, they took us there because. They were, in fact, um, you know, going to be going to train with the South Korean uh, ski team. And this was the beginning of this whole process of trying to come out and show the world what they wanted to show. But um, Kim Jong-un has invested in a lot of these kind of, uh, of these parks, amusement parks, water slide places, um, uh, roller coaster type parks. And the idea being that, uh, you know, to, to put on this, this, this demonstration to the rest of the world. But what was unclear was, you know, who actually goes to these things. I mean, people do go to them, but you get the impression that it's not uh, not across a wide uh, sloth of the, of the North Korean population. All right, real, uh, real quickly, before we get to the Singapore part, because uh, everybody's fascinated, in, and I'm just riveted by what happens in North Korea. I'm assuming you don't fly American Airlines into Pyong, uh, Pyongyang, right? No, you uh, you go through Beijing, and there is a um, Corio is the name of the airline. It's a North Korean state uh, airline, um, and that's really pretty much the only way you can go in there. There might right. be, I think, there might be flights out of Russia as well, but uh, you, yeah, you can't really get directly there from anywhere. But 
but I believe China and Russia. Now, being curious uh, about uh, the airline itself, uh, the kind of equipment they have, uh, when you get to the airport, is there a Skyway, for example? Do they have passport control like every place else in the world? Uh, how does that work? Well, it's um, first of all, to go as an American, Americans aren't really allowed to go into North Korea. We had to uh, apply to the State Department as a special procedure for, for journalists, and we went through that and were given the, the authorization. So there is that. Um, obviously, on the Beijing end, it's a modern airport, but uh, much to our surprise, on the North Korean end, it was a very, very modern airport. It didn't appear to be busy. Uh, I didn't see any other flights come or go while we were there. And in fact, after we were processed um, through customs and immigration and put on a bus, we looked and the lights were turned out in the airport, which is something I've never, never seen before in a, in a modern airport. Um, but this, you know, the security is very tight. I mean, uh, we had to be very careful what we brought in. Everything, and I mean everything, is scrutinized. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't bring a computer. Um, I, you know, I brought a phone, um, but I had a novel. I think it was a John Grissom novel. And they took that aside, everything else I had, and they, you know, they uh, went through everything, and then they returned it. Um, but obviously, they're very concerned about anything involving, uh, you know, flash drives and that sort of thing. So we, were, you know, I was respectful of that. Obviously, our, um, you know, our camera crews is a certain amount of equipment they have to bring on, and everything was eventually processed through. But they're very, very careful of, uh, of what comes in. So, did you feel it was very oppressive, or it was just a, a country just being super careful? You know, super careful, and it's just, you know, as a journalist, your natural inclination is to, to, you know, to, to bristle at the restrictions, but you go, you go in there understanding the deal, that if you're going to go to North Korea, it's pretty much on their terms. Um, what we did is we, we put a, um, some requests out of things that we would have liked to have seen, um, but ultimately, and we mentioned certainly interest in the, uh, in, you know, the Olympic participation, maybe speaking to Olympic athletes, and we ended up speaking to one of their top Olympic officials. But um, as you drive in buses, um, you're told areas you can't shoot. And generally, those were areas that um, uh, you know, were less developed, areas where we saw a lot of manual labor. We saw people walking, obviously, tremendous distances um, because there are not a lot of private cars there. Those things they didn't want us to shoot, um, but they did want us to shoot the things that, that uh, looked like modern cities, you know, the high-rise buildings, sure. some of them some of the monuments. But again, you know, you know that going in. And, and the, but, but the point is, you know, it's better to have some access than no access at all sure. to a country that is so critical to you know, our future, the future of you know, many of our key allies. All right, let's do this. If you don't mind, I'm going to take a break. Uh, come right back and start talking about what's going on in Singapore and uh, NBC's coverage of uh, how all of this, this is fascinating. We'll be right back with Lester Holt, uh, KFI AM 640. Okay, let's go to General. Oh. KFI AM 640, Bill Handel here, uh, and it is uh, Monday, uh, Lester Holt, NBC News, the anchor, is reporting for NBC on the summit coming up. Lester, uh, again, thanks uh, for being with us. Okay, let's talk about the Singapore summit. Uh, what kind of security? What do they have you go through? How close are you going to be able to get just all of that. I'm going to just throw it at you well, and just well, let you talk. Well, one of the one of the difficult things in preparing for this trip has been it has been uh, it's been it's been rather rushed, and I don't think that's a that's a criticism. It's just the fact it is. Uh, you know, it was set for June 12th, and then 
you know, President Trump called it off and then reinstated it. It has not been a, a, a timeline in which a lot of us know the schedule. So the schedule, you know, was changing even as we led up to uh, uh, to the planned date, and that has made it somewhat difficult. You know, because there's so many, um, not only just the preparations for, you know, what the president may offer or be wanting to negotiate, but just things like, you know, meeting rooms, where the chairs are, where the staff sits, who's in there, who's not. As we, you know, plan for the trip, we weren't really sure what the schedule was going to be. The president has held up the possibility that it may go more than a day. Um, and so, you know, we're, you know, we're going to go along. We know these things typically have, you know, you have the security of the home country, in this case, Singapore. But the United States, of course, will bring its usual uh, robust, you know, Secret Service presence, but all the support for staff. One of the stories um, that uh, we reported on, on, on nightly news here recently was on the fear of Chinese spying, that the Chinese have obviously great interests in what will be said. And uh, our investigative team learned that, you know, our diplomats and officials have been warned, be careful what you say in restaurants and public places, that there are going to be a lot of ears listening to that. So that's a whole other uh, level of security uh, and something that they'll have to deal with. And how are they dealing with you? I mean, this is covered all over the world. There, are, I, I can't even imagine how many thousands of journalists are uh, going to be credentialed here. So here you are, one, granted one of the big ones, uh, but how, how, do you, how are they dealing with you? Well, you know, there's a credential process that began, uh, bef- you know, um, before we left New York, and uh, we had to, you know, you know, submit all all the people. We have a, a I can't tell you how many people we have. We have a large contingent, obviously. Um, uh, NBC News has a big footprint because we um, not only have uh, the network, but there's CNBC and MSNBC. So a lot of a lot of people have been assigned to the story. But it is it, it is one of the most important stories, uh, certainly that I will have covered. Um, this is an important. Uh, discussion between these two leaders and you know i i was thinking back and talking to a colleague you know um a year ago april i was on a u.s military base in south korea getting ready to go live and do nightly news and we got word that you know the north koreans had launched another another test rocket and that was the environment just that short time ago and now here we are um, where Kim Jong-un is ready to talk about denuclearization. It's, it's pretty profound. Now, do you have any idea how close you are going to be able, uh, able to go to the actual summit? Where Are any uh, press conferences planned where both are going to be speaking, Kim Jong-un and the president? Yeah, and are you in the room, for example? No, I can't tell you about um, uh, the, the mile distance. I mean, Singapore is not a, a huge city. It's a city country, as you know. Um, there is going to be a news conference. It's not clear whether I will be there. You know, we have our, our White House correspondents who are also um, traveling with the president. Uh, they may be in the room, but, of course, we'll have, you know, access to the feeds and that sort of thing. It's a, it's a logistical challenge because we're also working, um, you know, very strange time zones. I mean, we're going to be, um, you know, uh, Singapore, New York is a 12-hour difference. It's, it's at 15 uh, here to the, to the West Coast. Um, so, you know, getting places, being in place for, um, you know, for example, we'll be doing uh, our first feed of uh, NBC Nightly News at 6.30 in the morning there. And if I do any uh, Today Show reporting, that would be at 7 at night. So it's... Um, yeah, you're going to be up for um, a while. Yeah, so I, I told my staff, I said, you know, let's just do this. Just give me the schedule hour by hour. Because if you start trying to walk me through all this, you know, my mind just goes, uh, starts spinning around. Yeah, I'll bet. And... Uh, I don't want to ask you uh, this, and uh, this may be the last question, and that is uh, you have the unique uh, position of, I think, having been any uh, anchor, any news person 
that has ever, ever existed in the United States where an entire investigation, I'm talking about the Mueller investigation of the obstruction of justice, is President Trump's conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the way you answer that. I will, yeah. I will tell you, I will tell you, sometimes I'm sitting in my office and I look up and I've got all the cable channels on and I'll, uh, I'll see and, and hear references to that interview. And it is, um, it's bizarre. I mean, uh, you know, as a journalist, you know, you always want your work to, to have impact. I mean, um, that's why we do what we do to inform people. Um, I didn't expect, you know, to, to make that kind of an impact, but, uh, you know, it really, it really wasn't about me. It was about, you know, the president's answer. Um, and it is certainly germane to a lot of what we're watching, you know, swirl around it right now. Um, I take no position, you know, it was obviously not questions I asked. Yeah. I mean, the questions I asked were the questions I think any journalist would have asked given the timing of, you know, Comey had just been fired. And, uh, what I knew from my you know, previous conversations with Donald Trump, you know, before he was president, he's a guy that likes to own stuff. I mean, and that, that's what he does. And, yeah. and, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he will always come out and defend his positions and, all right. You're the reference double down sometimes, but um, he's, he's, he owns it, and that's what he did. Lester, uh, thank you. I know you've got a, a lot to do, and thank you for the time. And then hopefully at some point uh, in the future, uh, I want to sit down with you and just talk about Lester Holt. Uh, as an well, individual, you know, I, spent, I spent I spent a lot of time in L.A., so hopefully we can make that happen. Uh, that would be wonderful. All right, Lester Holt, thank you so much. Terrific. All Thanks right. for Bye. having me on. Bye. Uh, this is KFI AM 640, and let's check.